Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making it sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle, who the last time I saw you was in virtual mode. Yeah. We were at the we're THSEA at the virtual THSA. convention, um, which is 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 weird. It's it, weird. It's interesting. And that's the thing. Obviously, I've never been to coaching Not school way, in person. Mm-hmm. But, it, yeah, it still seems it's different. It is. It's different. Um, it's You can just, like, walk straight through people. That's I feel bad. Like, I, oh, I feel yeah. like I'm trying to avoid the other little avatars, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to yeah, straight I've up been walk like, through I've been, this like, person. weaving through people, and I'm just like... <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Straight through. Uh, yes. Did you did you like my avatar? I did. Suit Tepper. I went suit, mm-hmm. skinny pink tie, white sneakers. I've got the white sneakers on too. Yeah. I that's, did that. um, I'll be there for any coaches that are listening. I'll be there from uh, 1 to 2 today, so please come say hi. It'll be a little meet and greet. Or else I'll just have to sit there and talk to Tepper, and I do enough of that with oh, my day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, today is Monday, July 20th, 2020. Ooh, it's 7 2020 some numbers are the same. This is an integer podcast. 129 days till Thanksgiving, episode 996. 996. This is the Jim Steeles episode. He played in 36 games for the Texas Rangers in 1988. Um, and he is 996th alphabetically. Uh, okay. On today's show, guys. First of all, do we have first four through the door? There we go. Good job, bud. We do. Andrew Christensen, Meese, Rob Hadaway, and Jacob John. Welcome in, Hi, fellas. Um, on today's show, guys, we're going to summer camp. At North Texas, we're going to do a preview the the Mean Green, uh, what they've got coming up here in 2020, what we expect from the Mean Green coming up here in a moment. In the back half of the show, I had a, uh, another episode of um, QB1 presented by Reps VR. I had a great conversation with Katie Tompkins, quarterback Jalen Milrow, Texas commit, and his coach Todd McVay. Mm-hmm. Um, really good interview. This and, kid's impressive, and really, really impressed by Jalen Miller. You're going to stick around uh, and, fig- and and hear from him. So that's coming up here at the back half of the program. All right, let's get one thing out of the way, okay? Yes, <laughs> we know the UIL may be making an announcement. Okay, we know, we know. Okay, 
we know. We are waiting for that word. I promise you, if I could confirm what the UIL is going to announce, I would tell you. I promise. Because that's a huge scoop. I promise you I would. But I can't. I haven't confirmed it. And and it, it is it is not fair to anyone. It's not fair to the UIL. It's not fair to the coaches. It's not fair to you, the viewers, to baselessly speculate on what the UIL is going to announce. From what we understand, the UIL will be making an announcement about the 2020 Texas high school football season coming up either today or tomorrow or maybe Wednesday. I'll be honest, what I have heard here, here's what I've heard as far as timing is concerned. I It started off hearing Monday, maybe Tuesday. Now it has kind of flipped to Tuesday, maybe Monday. So that's what we think. That's what we know. I, I, I'm not going to go out there and just like tell you the rumors that I've heard because that's not fair. That's not fair to you, and it's not fair to the UIL. Our it's not fair. J journalist I'm here. trying to do my best. I am trying. I promise you. Do I want this? Do you think I want this scoop? Yes. <laughs> absolutely I want this scoop, but I can't confirm it. Okay? Nobody's been able to confirm it for me, and so as a result, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play by the rules. That's just me, and if you, there's plenty of speculation out there uh, with, with, with other people. If that's what you want, if that's what you're into, then by all means, go find it, but... We are on breaking news alert, okay? We are on breaking news uh, kind of watch. We're waiting uh, to hear from the OIL. If it comes down during the show, I promise you we're going to stop what we're doing. We're going to talk about it, okay? Same thing goes for tomorrow. If it comes down during the show tomorrow, we will stop what we're doing. And like, We are as interested in this as you are. We are arguably more interested in it than you are. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we need this to happen. We're not trying to hide this from you. I promise. Okay. I promise. When the UIL makes an announcement, we will let you, we know. Will let you know. Okay. There you go. Like instantly. <laughs> instantly. But we're not going to sit here and just like baselessly speculate. So there's that. Okay. Pickle, let's get into the car. Get in, losers. We're going to, we're going camping. Car. We're going to camp. And where are we going? Go Mean Green, baby. We're going to Denton, America. To Denton, America. We're going to North Texas. Talk about the Mean Green of North Texas. Um, a lot to talk about here with the Mean Green. So, well, let me make sure that I'm not missing anything in Slack. See, because I'm on high alert too, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been on high alert for, for a while. Uh, anyway, okay. So, here is, uh, let's talk about North Texas. I know we're all distracted, okay? Let's try to pay attention to North Texas. Bring it into the mean deserve, green. Uh, what, it's this, right? Yes. Okay. Caw! Caw! <laughs> okay, let's talk about the mean green. <laughs> let's start with our state of the program. Um, look, I'm going to be honest. You got to win. I think the state of the program is in, is, is, Looking at the danger zone. Yep. Okay? I think the state of the program is looking at the danger zone. I'm not saying they're in the danger zone. Mm -hmm. Okay? But I think that if you take a look at where they were two years ago. Okay? A that was a 10-win year, right? Yep. A 10-win year. An unbelievable year for, for Seth Luttrell. Uh, it was a fantastic, fantastic year. Played for a conference championship and a bowl game. Yes. Yes. That is th that if you look at there and then you look at where they are now, 
it's been a backslide, mm -hmm. okay? I'm not saying they're in the danger zone, but I'm saying they can see the danger zone, Yes. okay? Of falling into CUSA also ran um, contention or, you know, the category. But because here's the thing. The thing for me is that I think CUSA West is there for the taking. Yes. Okay? Yes. Louisiana Tech's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Right? And they are... Nobody nobody debates that. But UTEP, Rice, UTSA... I mean, there are a lot of teams there that you should be beating and that you should be you should be racking up wins. And for them to go 5-7 and seven like they did last year... 4-8, and eight rather. 4-8 and eight like they did last year. And I understand they had some injuries and I understand that things didn't work out the way they want. But... That's not that's not where they should be, in my opinion. So the state of the program right now is like. Well, yeah, and I I mean Seth Luttrell, great guy, <laughs> absolutely love that dude. But he's on the hot seat at this yes. point. He he could have left the year before last to go to Kansas State was an offer yep. type thing, and he turned that down to sit here and continue on with this program. He had Mason Fine, mm -hmm. and ooh, buddy, it did not work out. In that's his the favor. thing. That's that's the big question now is you are losing one of, I would say, probably the best quarterback in program history. Yes, no okay. doubt about it. The best quarterback in program history. Apologies to our friend Raleigh Dodge. They're, you're losing the best quarterback in program history. And you're doing that after back-to-back -back disappointing seasons, right? Right. A lot of questions now. Mm -hmm. This is the this is a key moment, I think, for Seth Luttrell. I now I want to be clear. I don't think Seth Luttrell's on the hot seat. I think North Texas is overall pretty pleased with having a guy like Seth Luttrell coaching their program. Absolutely. But I do think they need to start turning this ship around, and it's got to start in 2020. That's the state of the program. Let's start with our offensive breakdown. So the offensive breakdown. Everyone's looking at the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the quarterback spot is is the big question. We believe it's going to be Jason Bean, uh, the the quarterback. Although Austin Ani is going to have something to say about it. Um, they've got a lot. They've got a lot of options there, mm -hmm. right? They've got a lot of options at the quarterback spot. But you are replacing again the most decorated quarterback in program history. Plain and simple. Yep. And that's going to be tough. They have a couple of pieces around him that I'm really excited about. Okay, I actually think. I actually think that the running back could be their best position. Yeah, Trey. Trey Siggers. I'm really high on DeAndre Torrey. Mm -hmm. I really like the depth that they have at the quarterback spot. I'm sorry, the running, running back, back spot. And like the top end stuff. I like what they've got the running back spot. Receivers, mm, you know, there, there's some talent there. I liked. I love Jalen Darden. Mm -hmm. Love Jalen Darden. I think Jair Shorter has yes. a chance to have a really breakout year. A guy who could be one of those guys that we're talking about after, like after the season, be like, oh, he had that breakout year. Uh, there's other guys that I've just been I've been crazy about for a while. I, I'm crazy about Deion Hare Griffin ever since he was at Fort Worth South Hills. I want to say. Um, I'm crazy about Deontay Deontay Simpson. Deontay Simpson was unbelievable for that Beaumont Westbrook team that ran to a title game mm -hmm. um there's a lot to really really like about the receiver core maybe not i mean we think jalen darden can step up and be that number one receiver right but a lot of depth there now let's talk about the offensive line 
which this is where I am struggle. concerned for for years now. No, yeah, so even the, even with so a the, great quarterback, they were. It's yeah. a couple of things. Okay, one, they're coming off of back to back legit bad years. Yes. Like, bad years. The offensive line was bad for North Texas in 2018. The offensive line was bad for North Texas in 2019. The offensive line, I'm not just trying to just crap on these guys, but the offensive line is why, in my opinion, mm-hmm. Mason Fine was not able to 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 recreate what he was able to exactly. do in his sophomore year. Okay? Now, the other problem is, they're losing three of their five offensive starters, or four starters, rather. Mm-hmm. They've got guys who play, who saw some time because they were injured a little bit, but they bring back Jason, uh, uh, Jacob Brammer, the left tackle mm-hmm. spot, but they have to replace the left guard, the right guard, and the right tackle. Chad Hickson saw some decent time there at the center spot, but they have some holes to fill up front, and as that offensive line goes, so goes North Texas. We can talk as m- However much we want about how much we think Jalen Darden's got upside. We can talk about how much I think that Jason Bean or Austin Ani or whoever takes the snaps has talent. We can talk about the depth of the running back spot. Trey Siggers is great. Yep. It'll mean Jack squat. And that has been proven. If the offensive line doesn't do their job. And time again with that team. So if you're talking about if you're talking about like the key the difference between reaching their potential and falling short of their potential. It is one unit. It is on the North Texas offensive line. And they're coming in with a new offensive line coach this yeah. year for the first time in a couple of years, obviously. And with that in the transition between losing all those starters, you would have hope that maybe something can come out of this. Cause that's the thing with Trey Siggers too, is he can stay healthy if he has some holes to run through, but yes. him getting clobbered in the backfield has not done them any benefit. Yes. So there's a, let's go to the defensive side. Uh, the defensive side, it kind of depends where you look because, and it's really kind of a, 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 a like looking in a mirror as the offense because everything off the line of scrimmage, really like, love the linebacker core. Mm-hmm. Love the linebacker core. Uh, uh, KD Davis, stud. Tyreek Davis, stud. I think there's a, uh, you're going to pronounce Joe's, Joe's name, Joe Ozogwu. Oz- uh, I, like I have to see it yes. to say it. <laughs> like that. Okay. Secondary. Pretty good. I think there's, I think there's things to like in the secondary. I think having Mikhail Sanders back is really nice for the secondary. Uh, I have high hopes for a guy uh, uh, like Leandre Davis mm-hmm. taking over the free safety spot. I think Cam Johnson is an underrated corner. In Conference USA. I like him a lot. Okay. Secondary, not amazing, but I think serviceable. I think it's a serviceable secondary right now. And that's the funny thing about that is you look back at that 10-win season and the biggest difference, I mean, like we said, the offensive line has traditionally not been the highest point at all. We've had some pieces on offense here and there, but when you looked at that 10-win season, the biggest reason that they got to that point was because they're the DBs. They they were on point. They were focused on the game. And whenever we had a really good game, it was some momentum shift or or confidence shift, if you want to say, um, that had to do with the defensive backs being in and being ready to go. And so that's that's the biggest key to really get that team going is to get the defense, get a pick, yes, get a turnover, and and hit that offense because they can they can move after that. So here's the thing. We talked about linebackers. Really like the linebackers. Secondary. Fine. Okay. Deep at the front is basically, in my opinion, 
at this point one deep. And that is and and by one deep, I mean so they were on a three four. They're kind of a three four, three, three, five yeah. stack. Everybody's multiple now. They were on a three man an on man front. Dion Noble, awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love their defensive tackle. Dion Noble, and by the way, if you go back to one wait. We're doing shows about National Signing Day. When Dion Noble signed from Abilene Wiley, we'd have told you that he was going to be awesome. But that's fine. <laughs> Go check the receipts. But <laughs> Dion Noble's a guy we've been high on for a while. Okay? Everything else, everything else is an unknown. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not only the starters, because we don't know who the starters are going to be. Not only the starters, but the depth, too. Okay? The defensive line is going to tell the tale. And so if you're talking about, like, if you want me to tell you what is going, how I'm going to be able to diagnose whether or not North Texas is, is having a good year or not, all you got to do is show me what's happening up front on both sides of the ball. Because that's ultimately going to tell the tale. Because it's great if you have a great linebacker core, but if the defensive line ain't doing their job, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. So that's defensive breakdown. Uh, my breakout player... I'm going to say, I'm going to go on the defensive side. And I'm going to say there's a chance, as much as I just got done saying the defensive line is a big issue. And it is. There's a, there's a couple of guys that I think have potential. One of them is Devontae McCray. Uh, Devontae McCray is a guy who was at the, uh, he was at the uh, Last Chance U. Mm-hmm. He was at, um, he, he was on Last Chance U. Big defensive end. He had some offers from, from SEC schools. Ended up going to uh, North Texas. This is like this is a guy who could be an impact player if he reaches his ceiling. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about a breakout player, if we're talking about North Texas having a great year, it's probably because they found a guy who can pressure the quarterback. Right. And Devontae McCray is a guy that could do that. He has a big role to, uh, to play. Big frame, 6'4", 250. He's a guy that I think is going to be really, really impressive. i, I got to watch. Let's talk about worst-case scenario. Uh, I mean, I think it's really easy to understand. Like, I mean, Another I don't know, year like really, last year. It, it's... it's, it's Offensive line doesn't figure it out. Defensive line doesn't figure it out. Trouble they play, at the quarterback. They play. Slide. They play quarterback hot potato. Right. They're not able to get the the running game going. No number one receiver um, steps up. Um, the defense wears down. Uh, special teams are a problem, and they fall to four and eight again, mm-hmm. or like three and nine. Right. It's a worst case scenario. On the other side, best case scenario. Best case scenario. I mean, everything is there. There's no reason, and especially when you take a look at CUSA, I don't think CUSA is going to be a world beater this year, and especially CUSA West, right? right. UTEP is riding the struggle bus. Um, uh, UTSA has a new coach. Uh, Rice is is interesting, but I would say that North there's Texas, still there's still question marks. And by the way, where is that game? That game is at, it's at Rice. Yes. So, or no, I'm sorry, it's it's home. They get yeah, we home. played. We played rice away. Right? Yeah. Uh, now you got to go. You you get to host Louisiana Tech, which is huge. Right. That's big. Um, this is what to about me Southern Miss. Southern Miss is home too. There you go. Okay. Schedule is favorable. Mm-hmm. If the offensive line clicks, if the defensive line develops develops um, some uh, some depth, if 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 a quarterback emerges and steps up and doesn't have to be nobody's asking him to be Mason Fine. Mm-hmm. All they're asking him to be is be a, a solid signal caller in Conference USA. They do that. There's no reason this team cannot win Conference USA West. I'm dead serious. I know Louisiana Tech is 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 looming, but this is a uh, the, the talent is there. 
Well, it's not an issue. It's not an issue of talent. It's a matter of everything clicking, some young guys stepping up, and them finding a way to, to make things work. And that's the thing is, too, I think that another big part about North Texas that they have to focus on, too, is, yes, typically the three biggest games of the year are a UAB, a Southern Miss, and a La Tech. Because you know that if you can at least grab two out of those three wins, then you're doing pretty well to be right up there in contentions for the West title. But they also need to make sure to keep their act together. And if you go play at Rice or you play at UTEP or any of those things, don't treat that like, oh, we're just playing UTEP because yes. I have seen those those North Texas teams way too many times. Yeah. Go, go to UTEP Look, and just crap the bed. Look, <laughs> here's the thing. This team, this team was – this team was three and three, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? After six games? Yes. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, because it was S- we lost the SMU, uh, Cal, and someone else. No, they're they're. I'm sorry. They were. Uh, I'm sorry. Three and four. Three and four. Three okay. and four yeah. after 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 seven games. Three and four after seven games. They lose at Charlotte. Not a game you should lose oh, no. by one point. Beat UTEP. Good job. That's what you should do. Lose at Louisiana Tech. At Louisiana Tech. At Rice. At UAB. Okay, you had to get three wins out of five games, probably four of which you should win. Yes. And they didn't take care of business. That's the key for them is they got to take care of business against the games they should win. Nobody's expecting them to go to to, to A and M and beat the Aggies. Mm-mm. Okay, that's not that's not something that they are expected to do. But what they are expected to do is th- what they are expected to do is win the games they should. Right. That's it. And fig- they got to figure something else out on the road, too. I don't know what it was about the squad last year, but they would come home and look like a whole new team, leave yes. for one trip to go on the road, and it just plummeted. I don't know what is happening on those buses or the trips or what, but they got to pull that together. Yes, exactly. So there you go. Thanks for coming to summer camp. Um, make sure you ah. make sure you um, uh, pick up your, your art like uh, from, from the crafts. You, I, I swear you never went to camp. <laughs> Pick up your arts and crafts as you go home. <laughs> We're at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I'm, gonna, I'm going to say it again. Guys, we know. We expect a UIL announcement imminently we know we're waiting for it as soon as we hear it i'll be happy to let you know and we will talk about it we'll talk it to death i promise promise but it hasn't come down yet as soon as as soon as i know you will know dealsies deal textable.com slash subscribe as well do that if maybe if you subscribe the announcement will come down sooner. Oh, that's a good point. That is by absolutely positively 100% not verified. We're going to go send step after someone and he's going to get it done if you become a subscriber. But I can't say it's definitely not true. Tenfold.com slash subscribe if you want to do that anyway. Last week, I had a great opportunity to sit down with the quarterback, QB1, for Katie Tompkins. Jalen Milrow, he's a Texas commit. Chatted with him and his coach, uh, Todd McVeigh. This is part of our ongoing series called QB1, presented by Reps VR. Here's Jalen Milrow. Jalen Milrow. 
Shouldn't say that too fast. Jalen Milrow, the quarterback for uh, QB1 for Katie Tompkins. And Todd McVay, the head coach of the Katie Tompkins Falcons here on Texas Football Today. Welcome to QB1, presented by Reps VR, the, where we get a chance to sit down with some of the best and brightest quarterbacks in the state of Texas. And we have a big-time guest this, uh, this time around. We are joined uh, by the QB1 of, the, of Katie Tompkins. It is Jalen Milrow. Jalen, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing excellent. Appreciate your time. And, awesome. and we're also joined uh, by his coach, uh, Todd McVay. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. I wish back in the day when I played quarterback, Jay, I could have been called QB1 also, man. It's cool. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, we're, we're lavishing praise on guys. Nice. Um, uh, Jalen, I want to I want to start with you. I want to ask okay. you a little bit about uh, taking the next step. I think last year uh, you obviously had a fantastic year. I think you uh, you were already on people's radar, and then you you really jumped onto a lot of people's radar. Um, but I know that you're a guy who who wants to keep working and, and improving. Right. Is there anything in particular this off season uh, that you've been focusing on as far as taking that next step? So as a program, we talk about getting one percent better. You know. And honestly, starting from high school, I always want to get progressed from the last season. So freshman season, I want to get better to sophomore season. And sophomore season, I want to get better to the junior season. And then vice versa, going into my senior year. Um, so I want to work on my complete game. I watch film, break it down, what things I can do better. And then I implement it into the field. So honestly, I'm working on my whole complete uh, quarterbacking. Uh, Coach McVeigh, I've, I've got to ask you, it's, it's, it's probably nice to have a, a guy like Jalen back there taking the snaps. Uh, I can look at the film and I can, um, and, and I can, you know, look at the stats and I can tell he's pretty good. Uh, you're the guy who sees him every day in practice. What is it about Jalen you think that, that makes him special? Uh, I think it's just his work ethic, you know, when he's out of practice and the ability to, you know, he, he's going to, he's big time here for us and he's going to be big time, whatever he does in life. Right. But the way he responds, we talk about E plus R equals O all the time. The way he responds to the event, when I jump on him, he doesn't get pouty because he wants to get better. He knows why I'm getting on him or coach hop is OC and he excels at trying to take what I said and get better at what we did. We talked about something just yesterday, Jalen, right? When we were talking about throwing, yeah. looking at every, it was a little, little nuance, but he takes that and keeps getting better. And I think that's the difference for him is he's coachable. He wants to continue to get better at his craft. He doesn't satisfy himself. He's never satisfied. Love that about him because that's his competitive edge on things that he does. He just wants to get better. Um, I think the perfectionist without trying to be a perfectionist, if that makes sense, because he's not, he knows he's never going to be perfect. We talk about that all the time here as well, but he strives to be perfect, to be the best that he can be. That's his controllable uh, he works on. He's been working on that since I met him in eighth grade. That hasn't changed. Um, and that's his humbleness to be coachable and just get one percent better every day. Uh, Jalen, I know there's probably a lot of Longhorn fans who are watching right now who are excited for you to show up on the Forty Acres. Uh, I, 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 just a simple question. You know, you had a lot of choices on where you could play at the next level. Uh, why Texas? Um, so starting high school, I felt that I was a priority for Texas on and off the field. Um, the relationship I had with Coach Herman has been great. Um, I like the offense that he's ran at Texas and then, uh, the relationship that we have, that's the biggest thing because I'm gonna be away from home. So having a relationship with your coaches is important. And so not just only, uh, coach Herman, but the, also the other staff members, not just offense, but also defense, because one thing I want to do is ask the defensive coordinator, how would you stop me? What, 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 what are, what are some things that you would do to stop the quarterback? 
And so I like to have the relationship, not only the offense, but the defensive uh, staff members. Um, so the relationship that I have with Texas is another thing that helped me choose Texas, but um, also close to home, uh, having my family be able to, you know, get down the road and head on to Austin. Um, so those are the key things. And then I want to major in business and, and Texas has a great business program. And uh, so I, that's uh, th three components that made me chose Texas. Uh, Coach, it, it's easy to, to forget, I think, because you guys have had such great success that, that Tompkins is still a young program. You guys right. have not been around a long time. Um, how important is it to have a guy like Jalen who's to, to kind of carve their own path? Because, you know, there's a lot of programs where you just you, you point at the, the trophy case and go, hey, just go do what those guys did. You guys are blazing your own path there at Tompkins. How important is a guy like Jalen to, to the program growth? Well, I think, you know, and Jalen can probably attest to this, the conversation we had in eighth grade when I went down, when I first took the job and talked to him in the weight room and we talked about building this and, you know, that we, we have built, we are very relationship built here at Tompkins, um, you know, because it's the little things, the, the love for our brother, the, we talk about this all the time. I'm the dad here at the program. He's my son. And, you know, we talked that day and, and he said he wanted to help build it here. And, you know, he's done a good job of, uh, getting his teammates also, you know, and, and encouraging them and uh, setting, obviously right now with everything going on, you know, he's in charge of getting a lot of things taken care of for me, um, being part of our leadership program here. Um, but, you know, he, he's done a good job of, I always say that I give him, I tell him the Jordan rule all the time. Jordan didn't start winning championships until he made it about everybody else. He could score 63 against the Celtics, but he didn't win. And that was the difference. I said, Jay, you can throw a bullet through that guy's head and hurt him all you want, but it ain't no good if you don't put a little touch on that ball and let him catch it and run. And we joke here all the time about take the money, take the money, right, Jay? Because yes, uh, he knows I'm a big Brady fan, right? I said, Jay, you're the best athlete. You, you're that athlete Brady all the time, but he can throw that five yard out real quick. <laughs> and the little things like that and, you know, moving the chains. Um, and I think that's the best thing about Jalen. It's not about his stats. You know, it's about his teammates making them better around him. And I think that's the attribute of any great quarterback. He makes everybody else around him better, you know. So that's what happens. Uh, Jalen, this has obviously been a, a, a strange offseason for everybody. Uh, haven't been able to get together with your teammates as much as you'd like. Uh, yeah. but, uh, but as the kids say, the grind never stops. I hope I used mm -hmm. that correctly. Uh, but, <laughs> but my question is, is how, how, do you, how did you stay sharp? How did you – keep working when you know you're you're thrown an obstacle like not being able to be around your teammates as much as you want so the biggest thing you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable and the mindset of the guys on the team has been outstanding to me not just only me because i like to bring everything as a, as a program and the biggest thing that i saw was guys still getting working because it had been easy just sit at the house and not doing anything but guys steadily steadily getting better um, we were actually be able to Zoom. Um, we have a sports U app that posts the workouts for all of us to, you know, stay active. Um, there's been gyms that were available during this time. So some guys, you know, go to the gym, get some work in. Some guys have a garage with weights there. Um, and then the greatest thing as a quarterback is when your receivers are hitting you up and saying, hey, let's go catch and let's go, let's go, let's go get some work in, you know, because I say that's the biggest thing from when I began high school to now is because I was more, you know, hey, let's go get some work in. You know, I was the youngest guy. Now I'm a veteran on the team, so it's important to be, you know, the leader of the team, getting the guys out. But the greatest thing is 
guys on the team saying, hey, let's go get some work in. And that's the greatest thing. Not just not just varsity players, but also freshmen, um, sophomores, um, new guys to the team. They're they're looking to get better. And and the greatest thing, we were on the Zoom call, and I'm more knowledgeable of the uh, of the I have more knowledge, you know, of the offense because I've been in the system for a long time. And someone had a question. He texted me after the call and asked me a question about about the uh, the play, and that was that was awesome to me. Cause I like I like explaining things because I'm a student of the game. I'm still gonna grow. Uh, I, don't, I don't care how long, 30 years, 40 years, I'm still going. I love, to, I love to get coached. If I'm not getting coached, I don't like it. Um, I'll hire you. I'll hire you, <laughs> <laughs> So that was the greatest thing. You know, after the call, he, he texted and we um, we talked about it. I explained it in depth, you know. And then also sent him some film, you know, of of how how what I look for each time I snap the ball. What am I looking at? And then he sees it as well because, you know, receivers and quarterbacks see it kind of differently, but we also need to be on the same page. We talked about capping the field, you know, which is open spots on the field and what's not open on the, on, the, on the field. And so I see things differently than other guys on the team. So now we're on the same page and what I see and what he sees. And so, you know, then come on the sideline and we talk about it. But um, that's the goodest thing, the best thing about it, you know, we're staying mentally locked in and uh, working hard through it all. Uh, Coach, I, kind of a similar question for you. Um, uh, football season's coming, whether, you, whether you've had the, the opportunity to get together with your guys as much as you want or not. Um, what has been your process as far as, as st staying connected with your guys in a time when you guys can't be together? Well, I think Jalen hit this with our Zoom meetings, um, Sports U app, which has been a blessing. You know, the kids have been able to – we have a thing we call a buyout. You can't finish a workout without a buyout. Jalen knows this. And they have to video it and send it on the sports you app and they'll do it in real time or fast time every once in a while. Um, but you know, that's, that's, that's our controllable. That's all we have at. And I'll tell you, know, we, we've got kids doing what we call Falcon curls and they've got a stick with weights and I'm, I'm talking like their backpacks and, and books in them and they're going through the workout and they're out in their backyard. We, we have been very creative and I give coach Mike, my strength conditioning coordinator, Kudos to that. We've done Sally up, Sally down push-ups, Sally up where they play the song. They got to go up. They got to come down on squats. And they've been amazed at how hard that actually is. Um, so when we've been out, you know, just trying to stay connected with them in the sports you app. Zoom meetings. We have our leadership council meetings. And our leadership council is about 14 guys. have done a really good job of staying connected with those guys. Because, you know, everybody in this pandemic has had, whether parents – jobs um family members sick so we've just tried to stay connected on on being there for each other um and i think that's just been that's the best we can do and that's our controllable we're not, we don't linger in the bad stuff we do not uh, we don't allow that and so we're going to be as positive we can with each other um and i think it's paid off as we've been able to come back to strength conditioning camp and um the kids have been in in, in much better shape than i thought they would be um because you just don't know right and, uh, and so we're, we're very pleased with their efforts in that. All right, Jalen, I'm going to give you the last word about Coach McVay because, uh, we, you know, we know coaches and, and quarterbacks have a close relationship. We also know coaches tend to be – I don't want to say this night – they tend to be repetitive. They uh -huh. tend to have the same few things that they say over and over. So if we were to create the Coach McVay doll and you pull the string and, uh -huh. and it says something, what is the thing that he says most often? What is the thing you hear in your sleep? Because Coach McVay says it so well. <laughs> earrings. <laughs> we had to take off our earrings. Really, Jack? That's the one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is your earrings out? Really? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So I'm a little disappointed. Coach, so, like, okay. So, me and Coach McVay, 
before we start our day, if I see him, we're either giving a handshake or we're giving hugs. Mm-hmm. But during this time, like, we can't do that. So it's six feet, six feet, six feet. Every single time. Like, I, like, I forget. And then I try to point to him. And then he, like, he, like stop me. I'm like. It's a lot, of, a lot of six feet. Six feet, yeah. Six a lot feet, of six, six feet. feet. Be like, six feet, six feet. Yes. Yeah. Social distance. Social distance, David. No, I, 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 I tap. I, this is the shirt for my second. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's great. How about that? Wow. Man, that's uh that's you know, I've heard that for so many coaches about like the the, the toughest yes. thing is that you're just so used to going up and just throwing an arm around your guys and yes. it's like ah, well hey no 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 we gotta nope. we gotta right. back up. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's that's funny. Six feet I'm gonna he he is uh six Todd feet. McVay. Todd six feet McVay. The head coach, <laughs> Katie Tompkins Falcons, and the quarterback, QB1, Jalen Milrow. Guys, really appreciate your time. Uh, thanks again for, uh, for joining us, and best of luck in 2020. Thanks, thanks Thank you. Appreciate you. There he is, Jalen Milrow and Coach Todd McVeigh of Katie Tompkins. Appreciate them taking a little bit of time to talk with us on QB1, presented by Reps VR. Uh, Jalen Milrow, impressive kid. Uh, really enjoyed talking with him. Um, and, uh, of course, a social distancing champion. Expert. 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 Yes. Thank you. So I also distancing expert. I love that when you ask the question, he goes, earrings. Earrings. <laughs> Coach is like, come, come on, on, man. man. <laughs> oh, listen. Hey, listen. That's important, too. That's, that's something that he's got to hear that a bunch. Yep, exactly. So we appreciate uh, Jalen Milrow and uh, Coach Todd McVeigh for joining us uh, a little bit earlier. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, when you were talking earlier, I've got quite a few podcast recommendations for you from everyone Thank in the you. comment. Thank you, everybody. Comments, but uh, one one I wanted to point out, Shay Harris said that you should listen to some Mongolian death metal, and it made me realize it might be time for me to introduce Trish to baby metal on our on should. our drive up. Now it's J-pop metal. Uh, yes, yes, That's, I know that. I'm just but it still. it sparked the uh, yes. the idea in my mind that baby it's time for Trish to experience baby metal. Yes. in its full force. Um, yes. Do so, you think that your mother-in-law would like baby metal? I highly doubt it. <laughs> highly doubt it. Considering I think the other day we were listening to the Beach Boys. So. Uh, oh, all right. Um, there's that. Nothing um, that. Anyway, so, look, uh, obviously, uh, there has not been an announcement from the UIL yet. We believe our, our sources are indicating to Texas football that an announcement is imminent. That could mean today, this afternoon. That could mean tomorrow. I promise you, we're all sitting here waiting, wondering the same thing. We all want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. or like we, we all want to hear from the UIL. All of us. I promise you. As soon as it happens, we will have team coverage on TexasFootball.com. You'll want to be there. So if it happens before, you know, if it happens today, get TexasFootball.com. As soon as you see it, we will have uh, reports up and, and, and analysis up there. Um, and, yeah. Look, tomorrow, if the announcement hasn't come down by the time we go on the air tomorrow, we will have a very similar show. We will have a show that we have booked and also be on Breaking News Alert. Mm-hmm. We have uh, some of our correspondents, some of our um, some of the experts on standby. They understand that they're on standby if the news breaks. So, com for if and when the news breaks. It will break. I promise. It is coming because UIL is going to talk. But... Um, when it comes down, TexasFootball.com is where you want to go, and then of course we will have uh, we'll have plenty of jibber jabber about it on Texas Football Today. Whatever, whenever that is, whether that's during tomorrow's show or it is it happens tomorrow morning, and then we talk about it on tomorrow's show. I promise you, we will have it covered. You do not need to worry. Okay, I love you very much. 
That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TextFootball.com. Thanks again to Jalen Miller of the QB1 of Katie Tompkins and Coach Todd McVay for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Texas Football Today.